Hey there, Anna Guest Jelly here. Welcome to Love Curvy Yoga, the podcast where we talk about and practice all things body affirming and yoga. Now let's get into it. Thank you for being here. Just a quick heads up to those of you who are listening and are yoga teachers. I offer something called Curvy Yoga Certification twice a year. And this program is for people who are already yoga teachers or who are in process on their 200 hour training. And the certification allows you to learn more about curvy tools and apply those to your classes and also use the name Curvy Yoga to teach classes and you get to use that name for life once you finish certification. So if that's something that you're interested in, I offer it in March and September every year and registration is open now for that. I offer both a day and a night group and all the spots that are left are just three spots left in the day group. So if you want to check that out, it's curvyyogacertification.com and I would love to have you join us and if there ends up not being space by the time you check it out, you can also sign up on the waiting list to get a heads up for when the September training opens up. Okay, so let's talk about FOMO to JOMO. So sometimes, do you ever have that experience where somebody names something that's happened to you and you didn't realize there was a name for it, but once you do, you're like, oh my gosh, that just changed my life. Uh, That happened to me recently when I ran across a cartoon from The Oatmeal, which is a great little site, and I will send you, um, in the show notes, I'll have the link for this particular cartoon. So the cartoon talks about Jomo, and I'm going to talk about what that is in a minute, but first I want to talk about FOMO. So if you don't know what FOMO is, that means fear of missing out. And maybe you have experienced this. I know I definitely have. Pretty much FOMO boils down to seeing something that someone else is doing and wondering if you should be doing it or wishing you were doing it. So this could be seeing photos of a group of people you know doing something, but you weren't there. So then you feel like, oh my gosh, am I still part of this friend group? Why did they leave me out? Maybe they're all, you know, planning something amazing without me. It's just sort of, it spirals down very quickly. (laughs) Um, The same could be true in a work situation where maybe a few of your work colleagues are going to a conference and at the time you didn't think it was a big deal or your schedule conflicted or whatever. And then the more you hear them talking about it as the time goes to get there and you see their... Um, you know, sharing about it on social media once they are there, then you feel like, oh my goodness, I should have been there. They're going to, you know, make the big deal without me or everybody's going to get a promotion because they're all becoming closer friends and I'm not there. Um, So this is what FOMO looks like. And if you have your own business, it might be something like seeing a bunch of your online colleagues have gotten together to create a course or everybody's using a particular marketing strategy or being featured on a particular site and you're not and you feel like if I don't do that then everyone's going to forget about me or my business is going to fall apart so it has an element of that catastrophizing I talked about a couple elements ago or episodes ago but it's a little bit different angle so I should say that because I'm such an introvert I rarely experience FOMO about events 
So it's not like me to see people out at an event or a conference or something like that and feel bad that I'm not there because generally I am happy to be at home. (laughs) But I definitely experience FOMO in the form of am I ruining my life slash business by not doing fill in the blank other things that people are doing. And sometimes that does apply to um, being at an in-person thing, but just not as likely um, for me personally. And so my FOMO is definitely more in the form of am I missing an opportunity than am I missing out on a fun time at a particular outing or whatever. And man, that opportunity word is a tricky one, isn't it? I used to take every opportunity that came my way. And how I defined an opportunity was basically anytime anyone asked me to do anything. (laughs) So I figured if someone asked me, then it probably was, or at least it might be a good opportunity and I shouldn't turn it down. But of course, some of the things I've said yes to over the years were not actually an opportunity in the sense of something that was you know, in line with what I wanted to do, of benefit to me or other people, etc. And that's because I wasn't able to be fully present because I'd already said yes to a million other things. It wasn't actually a good fit for my skills or my interests. I felt resentful because I had so much to do, though really the only person I should have been resentful towards was myself. (laughs) Um, And the list goes on and on. So I did do plenty of things, but that was just because someone asked or because I could, but really someone else probably would have been uh, better suited, would have done a better job, etc. So in the past several years, I've just kind of been playing with the idea that an opportunity is really only an opportunity if it's actually a good fit for my life. And I think one of the things that yoga and meditation teach us is discernment. So what is actually right for us in this pose? And that isn't something we usually instantaneously land on. You know, you have to try different versions or try different props, or sometimes you just have to hear the instruction, you know, 10, 100, 1,000 times, and then it suddenly clicks with you. And you think, why have I never heard this before? Well, it might be new, but there's also just as good of a chance that you have heard it plenty of times before, But it was just until now that you could really hear it and integrate it into your practice. Same types of questions about what type of practice is really best. What are you really needing? And these are things that we're always in relationship with and that are shifting over time. And the same thing is exactly true about opportunities. So what was an opportunity for me 10 years ago may not be today. And, you know, the same is likely to be true in another 10 years. You know, I may be cycling back to things that were good opportunities in the past and now they are in the future. You know, who knows? There's a million amalgamations of how that could show up. But the main thing is figuring out where that is for you now and being in conversation with yourself about that. Because if we continually say yes to every single thing that comes our way, eventually burnout will come knock on your door. (laughs) Whereas if we save those times for when something is a good fit, our plate may be a little bit overly full for a short time, 
but we know that it's not forever and we have decided precisely why it's worth it to take this particular opportunity because we didn't say yes to every single one before. So if something really exciting comes along, you're actually able to say yes because you have the space, the mental bandwidth, you've been doing the you know self-care so that your energy and um, other reserves are not already at negative, <laughs> that you can take advantage of something that comes along that really is an opportunity. So as I started getting a little bit better at discerning what opportunities to say yes or no to, what events to say yes or no to, what strategies to say yes or no to, like I talked about in my recent episode on boundaries, I just started learning how to carve out space for myself. Um, And I think the most important thing about that is that I saw that when I did that, when I said no, when I gave myself a little bit more space, no one died, (laughs) especially not me. It was always fine. And that's when I started seeing how nice this is because I miss out on plenty. That's what JOMO is, joy of missing out. How awesome is that? (laughs) I love that idea. Um, So I miss out on plenty, but it doesn't feel to me like I'm missing out because I know what I'm doing and why I've chosen those priorities. And like I said, I'm very aware that those priorities um, will change in the future, who knows when or how, Um, but that now I'm pretty clear about what those are. And I have enough space that if something unexpected comes along, then I can say yes without feeling like, oh my gosh, how can I get it all done? Or, you know, like just only being able to sleep like three hours a night or (laughs) whatever the case is. And that's where that cartoon from the oatmeal comes in with the Jomo joy of missing out. Because to me, Jomo is about feeling good about your decisions and enjoying them not constantly second-guessing yourself like FOMO and being mired in self-doubt. And I think that this applies whether what you're missing out on is being out at that conference or party or time at home in bed reading. You know, sometimes JOMO will absolutely lead you to being out in the world. This is not all about staying home in your pajamas, even though that's my personal priority most of the time. Um, I think it's really about being intentional about what you do and what you don't and finding peace with that discernment that you have created. So now when I'm at home while everyone else is somewhere else, or you know, another common scenario these days, other people are getting more attention or whatnot online than I am, I just remind myself of Jomo because I have discerned what I want to be doing and why. And while that is certainly always evolving, right now when I get that desire, which is really a fear, to do more than I've already committed to, I get to remind myself of Jomo and check in to see if I really want to be doing more or if it's just that fear of missing out that FOMO that's coming up. So I invite you to let that idea of JOMO just filter into your life and see how it shows up. Um, Maybe asking yourself something like where you can apply that discernment that you learn on the mat and the meditation cushion to your everyday life. So what can you say no or yes to and then be present with and enjoy and just be with your current experience and Thanks not for listening to love get into yoga. that space of FOMO. You can find more information so, about this Joy over fear. I like it. <laughs> Let's close with one breath together. If you love the show, we'll inhale. Share it or even review it in iTunes. 
and exhale. The light in me exactly honors the light in you. Thanks for being day. here. And curve on. Thank you.